welcome back to the OA podcast. My name is Jessica and I help educators and teachers start and build their own online business. In today's episode, I had the pleasure of interviewing Kay, who is the author of Rock With Me, and she's also just started her own publishing company. She's done this all whilst still teaching. Let's see how she balances it all in today's episode. My name is Kayla Monville. I go by Kay, but I'm Kayla Monville. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an author to an adorable I Love You board book. Um, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, so I have different hats. I'm also a teacher. I work at a career and technical center. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have future teachers in my classroom. It's high school students, and we also have a preschool. Oh, okay. How long have you been teaching? This is my 10th year teaching. So wow. before, yeah, before being at the career center, I taught preschool, and then I taught high school special education. Oh, so it's like you've actually taught like a wide range of, of people. Yes. <laughs> yeah. what, what do you prefer? I love high school. Mm -hmm. I do. I love having the adult conversations and interactions. And I love my job I have currently. I get the best of both worlds. So I teach high schoolers about teaching whatever grade level they're interested in. Uh, It's the best. Mm -hmm. How did this journey to becoming an author start? It actually started during the pandemic. So I have been writing things down for a couple years now, at least a good solid year. I really thought I was going to author something like along the line, I have two children that are autistic. So I thought I was going to write maybe more of an adult novel or something for parenting or special education. Mm -hmm. I'm a big advocate for autism. And I thought it was going to be along those lines. And I started writing things down, funny stories about my kids and just lessons that we have learned in life. And that's still a possibility. But during the pandemic, um, we, our family was just struggling like mentally and not being able to get out all the uncertainties. I'm sure lots of families can relate. Um, having a family or two children like myself with autism, our whole world was just turned upside down. Like I said before, it did a 180. Mm-hmm. You know, my kids like routine and structure, and I felt like we had really good balance. And then it just was all taken away, and we had to find this new normal and this new life. And we all needed something. My son was struggling with social. You know, he wanted to see his friends and be at school and he loves having those social interactions. So he was struggling. I was struggling with that. I was struggling with like just being the mom and balancing all and, you know, being the teacher at home versus the teacher at, you know, school and still having my own students. So I started writing and I just started writing um, a board book. My daughter flaps and I think it is the most adorable thing. (laughs) We've always would say like rock with me, flap with me with her when she would stim. And I just thought, you know, those words are not very common in language, but they are in our language with Mm -hmm. autism and at home. And that's what we talk about with my, my own children. So I thought it would be good to maybe shift focus and start writing a book about helping my children and um, getting acclimated and just awareness book, you know, for autism and an inclusion and celebrating who we are. So Mm -hmm. it kind of turned. um, And then I just did it. I just started at night after I was done teaching, writing and staying up late at night and starting this publishing company and just went for it. And every time I had a barrier, just worked through it and learned as much as I could about it. So amazing how this happened during the pandemic, because without that, maybe this wouldn't have, have happened. Right. And it's, it's kind of put us in this situation where it's like, okay, I've got to do something. It's amazing. How did you go from wanting to write this book for your children to then thinking, well, actually it could help others. Yeah. And that was, um, that was a big shift is, you know, writing this book for my children to helping others when I was writing it, 
I thought, you know, this really needs something like teachable moments. So I put teachable words in there mm-hmm. to help others, you know, with, they have different therapies that they go to OT speech. Um, there's PT, there's ABA. And I thought if this could have been a book that was given to families when they were originally diagnosed, it would make the world a difference. It would have for my family. Mm-hmm. So my children were both diagnosed at university of Michigan. And when we went through this process, they did such an amazing job, but I left feeling like there was something missing. I just spent the whole day and hours talking about the differences um, my child, you know, experienced or had in their delays. Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel good about having those conversations one in front of my child, but then that's all I talked about. I didn't get to say, okay, yes, my daughter flaps, but that is also what I love about her. Mm -hmm. Yes, my daughter is not speaking and we're finding other ways for her to communicate. And that is also what I love about her and not celebrating who she was, And then we just left and we left with a pamphlet of here's some resources um, for you. You can check your county and in your area. And there was nothing. We had nothing in our area. So I just felt really defeated and felt this needs to be um, in all schools, for all families, for, you know, learning Mm -hmm. about autism, but also for those families that are getting their child diagnosed and already overwhelmed. If I had something in a welcome kit, you know, like this, I would have felt a lot um, you know, better about having those hard conversations with professionals. Yeah. And it's already like, I mean, I'm not a mom, but I can imagine as a mom with, with two children and you're already trying to figure everything out Mm -hmm. as they get older, there's always something new that you've got to figure out, but then putting that on top, it's like, okay, well, what do I do when there's nothing in your area that's kind of going to help you out so it's really good that you've created something that's going to get be in the hands of other parents who are going through what you've gone through and just seeing that you know this is why they're awesome as well so it's just right so you've got this book and it was published did you publish the first one yourself or was it through a publisher yep so I started a publishing company so that's Rays of Steel and I actually did it based off my two children so my daughter's name is Reagan and my son's name is steel so um our logo is kind of like a sun like a rays of you know steel rays of like the mm-hmm. sun so oh, awesome. um yeah so I kept their names so when people say rays of steel they're thinking like r-a-y-s but I kept their names um to be true to who they were so yeah. I started the publishing company and decided to do a self-publishing route instead of the traditional route which could take years you know sending my manuscript off and maybe hearing in six months a no and doing that for years and never get published. I thought I would take this journey on myself. Mm -hmm. I I heard, I don't know who it was, but a woman who wrote a book and she tried to get it published and it was no, 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 so many times. And I feel like sometimes you can either be like, okay, it's a no, the book is going in the cupboard and it's never been spoke about again, or you could do exactly what you've done and believed in it so much that it's like, I'm going to publish it myself regardless of what other people may or may not think. That's um, exactly it. Pu- like the publishing company, could you just explain like what that is to other people? Yeah. So you're basically just starting your own small business. So I started an LLC okay. and name it, and you're doing everything yourself. You're doing the marketing yourself. You're right. Doing the, like I said, marketing and advertisement, you are shipping the books out yourself. So we, I spent a lot of late nights on this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after work, you know, I'm fulfilling orders. I'm running to the post office. I'm doing this all um, on my own. Mm-hmm. I hope it helps, you know, as many families as possible. And that's truly why, why I'm doing it, but it is also being an entrepreneur and 
running a business. Definitely. Before we move on, I want to ask, I saw something on your Facebook about, was your book, it's in stores now as well, like physical? Yeah. Yeah. So I've had a couple stores reach out. Um, It's, it just got in its first store and it's a local store near us called Bookhaven. So they actually reached out to me um, through word of mouth, through a friend, a coworker Mm -hmm. that was talking to them. Um, about my book and they were so interested and they love to help local authors. So they put their, my book in their store. So that was really, yeah, that was a cool moment. Um, I have another store in Alabama. So the books are in transit there. So I can't wait to get pictures um, of my book being on their shelf. So um, I have a couple other people that have reached out or I'm going to reach out to them too. So, I mean, I'm hoping to get it spread. Mm -hmm. And we'll see where it goes. Yeah. And if people do um, want to purchase this book, where can they find it online? Yep. So it's on my website, raysofsteel.com. And then you can also reach me at raysofsteel at gmail.com. I'll put that in the, the description as well. So people can check that out as well. Cause I think it's such a great message. And I feel like it's a book that doesn't just need to be in the hands of parents. It's also school and yeah. other, other children who may not understand, you know, what's going on and, and it can explain it in such a, a great way for children not just as adults we talk about it but as children they're probably thinking what yeah it helps normalize some of those characteristics of autism yeah. too flapping and rocking and stimming and um letting children know you know because all children flap or dance with their hands is what we call it and when they see other people doing it it's normalizing that for them because it makes it's a coping mechanism for um, many with autism and it's not something that they have to be embarrassed or high that's something that's coping their nervous system so yeah it's such a such a great message you are as you said you're a mom teacher author like business owner entrepreneur like how do you actually manage it all um I feel like I get asked this a lot and sometimes (laughs) I would say we're killing it and sometimes it's killing us (laughs) like it's always just finding that balance and there's 24 hours in a day and you get to choose what you do with them. And we choose to um, live and live life. And, you know, I have a lot of sleepless nights, some because my daughter has sleep disorder. So Mm -hmm. I'm up all night with her and I have a lot of time to think and process, but others, you know, I spend a lot of late nights, you know, my husband and I, he is my biggest fan and he helps out so much with this company. He truly believes in it. Um, so he helps me out a lot and we kind of make it a little bit of a family business too. We have cute stamps of the book of my children. And when I'm wrapping books, they're sitting there and they're working on their oh. fine motor and <laughs> they have package and stamps. So it's just, you know, it's making it a priority and finding balance. We do a lot with visual schedules and, mm-hmm we have to have good communication. So as a family, we talk about, okay, what does our day look like? What does our week look like? And planning it out together. Um, my, I have a big support system. So my mom and my dad are huge support systems. My husband's family is such a big support system too. That's so my, good. Yeah. So my brother, he watches the kids once a week for an hour for us so that we have like a little date night. And usually our date night consists of talking about, you know, life and cleans <laughs> and but we do, we have a big support system that helps us out. That's so good. I I think you said the word priority, like you Mm -hmm. have to prioritize what is good for your family. And sometimes I think, you know, even for me, like I will spend an hour just scrolling on my phone, like wasting that time. But then what could I do in that hour? Could I, you know, schedule a date night or could I work on the business or the marketing? Like it's our choice, how we spend our time. And exactly. 
you do all these different things. So it's possible, maybe not with eight hours of sleep, but you know. Right. Yeah, <laughs> well, you have to sacrifice something. If you're running on, many of you look at many successful businesses, they started working a full-time job and running this business to start and they sacrifice something. Mm-hmm. So you have to want it better enough and you have to sacrifice to get what you want. And um, like you said, prioritize and make it a priority. And I think it's, mm-hmm. it's worth it. It's worth it in the long run. So I think if you also have a passion behind it, mm-hmm. like, you know, sometimes you start a business selling pens, for instance, like, is that, it's not a passion. So it's hard to kind mm-hmm. of put energy into that. Whereas the message that you want to share and, you know, a lot of teachers want to share also it, it's, it's driving you as well. It's You're absolutely right. Anyone who's listening, if you have something, an idea or a book that you're like, maybe, maybe like go with it and, mm-hmm. and just see and self-publish yourself. Why not? What skills do you think you have as a teacher that have helped you in this business world? I think you just said it. It's that passion. Mm-hmm. You have to have a why. You have to have a reason why you are doing this. And teachers are passionate. I'm. That's why I went into teaching. We're passionate about building relationships and you need that in business. Um, You're passionate about what you are teaching and what you're doing and making a difference. And that's what I'm doing in the classroom as well as in my business. So having that passion, um, being organized, teachers know that they have to be organized and uh, to stay on top of everything and to have a schedule. And that's, you know, translates right into the business world too. So Mm -hmm. I think those two things, organization and just passion for what you're doing. As you said, teachers have got that. You don't go into teaching if you if you don't want to. It's a it's a thing that you've got to you've got to really want to do it. So you can translate that into a business, as you said, and you know make an income off of that, which is a result of that. If you could give advice to another teacher who also has maybe a bigger message that they want to share through a book or just through starting a business, um, what advice could you give? research and learn everything about it. Take your time. Um, I felt like there were certain things during my book that I rushed because I was so excited to get it out there, (laughs) but I spent hours researching it all and asking questions. People are doing it before you. It's okay to ask those questions. They want to help you utilize your resources, reach out, figure it all out and do it. Don't keep lying to yourself that you don't have enough time or you don't have the skill. Um, if you want it bad enough, go for it, do it because it's so worth it. And it's a lot, like I said, it's a lot of work, um, but we all get to decide what work we do and what is meaningful to us. And I find value in this. And if you find value in what you're doing, keep going for it. And every time there's a barrier, find a solution. Such good advice where you said someone are already out there has already done it. And if you're not inventing something new, like brand new, then mm-hmm. chances are your business idea is, you know, it's, it's out there already. There probably are books out there that help autistic children and that's mm-hmm. okay. But you know what you're doing in your message and from your family, it's different, but you can go out and ask other authors who've published a book before. How did you do it? Like, how did you start the coaching business? How did you start teaching online questions? If they don't answer, they don't answer, but you have to try. Right. And there's great groups on there, social media. That's where I started. I started adding myself to um, Facebook groups Mm -hmm. and just learning from all of their questions, all the things they're doing, doing, they would post their websites. I would go research their websites. I reached out to authors. I have some good friends now from reaching out to authors and just learning from them. How did you do this? How did you choose this? Would you give me advice on this? Um, I still have authors. They want to see you be successful too. 
And I have um, an author I just reached out to the other day and said, would you read this message before I post it? Do you think that that sounds, you know, the message I'm trying to send because we're in the same category of how we're selling our books. You know, our books are pretty, not similar, but they're in the same um, audience, the same yeah. audience would like to see those books. So, you know, we're helping and supporting each other. When she sees that I made a sale, she writes me and says, good, you know, great job. Mm -hmm. Of, you know, it's just, it turns into a little family, but reach out to those people that are doing it. They're willing to help. Mm -hmm. And they're, like I said, they're already doing it. So, mm -hmm. um, ask them what's been successful. What's just like teachers do. We don't reinvent the wheel. If there's something out there, yeah. how are they being successful? Do that too. And it's, I love that. Like, it's like a network around you. And it, when you don't have those people, you do feel alone. You feel like, how do I do it? It's, it's not just going to like, we can't just automatically think, okay, this is how we do it. We have to learn and yes. going out there, like you said, and just finding those people. And there are so many free resources online. A lot of times, you know, starting a business might be like, okay, this is an investment, but it doesn't have to be at the beginning. Like when you're researching and learning and asking questions, that's free. Like it's your time, but it's free to do. So get out there. And as you said, do it and go for it. <laughs> Absolutely. What is the big vision or the, like the mission for your publishing company for Rays of Steel? So I started, you know, small, starting this business and then starting with my book. I would love to see Rays of Steel publishing, you know, get bigger and spread the message. And it's autism driven. It's autism inspired. So spread that awareness and spread that um, celebration everywhere. I'd really like to see different, you know, supports and therapies and, you know, mental health facilities that are helping diagnose students and children with autism have this book there as a welcome kit, um, have this book with families to teach others. There's everybody knows somebody that they love that is autistic. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, the biggest support I've I've seen just, it's not just for families that have a child, um, that's autistic. It's also with people that love a child mm -hmm. that is autistic and just spreading that message of celebrating our differences and getting that out there. I'd like to see more books. Um, right now my, my baby is the rock with me autism inspired. Yeah. I love your book. My, my book baby, as you will. Um, I do have couple more on the shelf that I'm just waiting to pull the trigger on finishing and getting edited. And, you know, I have my own publishing company to do that, but I'd like to see where this one goes first. Definitely. And so your other books, are they aimed at the same audience, like or different ages? They can be their same. I would say audience. Um, they could be board books, but my next one, I have three ones I love and they're all inspired by my children, you know, things that they've said or done, mm -hmm. but they will be a little bit more board books are hard. You know, they're, they're geared towards a younger audience and they're really expensive to print and there's not printing companies in America to be able to do that for me. So I have to reach outside, you know, okay. different countries. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot more to it. Um, so the printing company I'm working with is great and I really like them. They're U S owned and, but they print offshore. Mm -hmm. So, the audience will be a slightly different, but I think it would be to more, be more of a general hardcover book. Yeah. More, yeah. Fun book. Mm -hmm. I love that you have like ideas and, and what's to come. It's like, it's exciting to think, okay, what is possible? And like imagining mm -hmm. all the families that are going through, as I said, you know, what you went through and receiving this in their welcome pack and just having that like 
you're not alone and Mm -hmm. you know it's in it's a journey but this is the start of it and what does living a life your way mean to you I think it's making choices and deciding what is a priority in your life and understanding if you don't like the direction life is going you have the choice to change it Mm -hmm. you get to be the one to decide what you do with your time and you're not a tree, you can move. (laughs) So make those choices, make those changes and live a happy, fulfilling life that's meaningful to you. And that might be different than what somebody else perceives as success, but you have to decide what do you see as success? Is that emotional um, happiness, social happiness, financial happiness, and go after it. You have choices in life, Make make yourself a priority. I love that. Thank you so much, Kate, for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I really enjoyed being here. I appreciate you having me. You're welcome.